Pai, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations. Each week, we invite guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. Our hosts have been chosen especially to role model just how we do an enlightened conversation. This episode is produced by Michelle Lightworker and sponsored by the Lightworker Foundation. It's Michelle Lightworker here and welcome to Enlightened Conversations. I'm pleased to be able to have Jenny Smith from the Divorce Women's Club on the show today and she's joining me and we're going to be chatting I'm sure about a lot of things to catch up because we haven't caught up in a little while Um, but Jenny's really passionate about helping women prepare to um, for that that the big D, <laughs> um, and and also to leave and to support women once they've had a divorce as well. So so there's a, a real a real beauty in what she does insofar as um, supporting um, a network of women through their their journeys, which I love, and building a community on that. So welcome, Jenny. Thank you. It's great to be here. Great to see you. <laughs> yeah, I know it's so cool, isn't it? And snap on yeah. the colours. Cool. <laughs> I know. Yeah, coordinated as well. How cool is that? It's <laughs> <laughs> funny because as I was choosing my, my what to wear, um, like they've got a, obviously got a funny sense of humour because I was going through my wardrobe and going, they go, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Like, we'll show you, we'll show you. And I finally got to like the last thing and like, yep, that's it. And it was this. So it was divinely. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I didn't go through that process. It was like, oh, that'll do. <laughs> Yeah, they were probably matching you. They were like, let's... let's yeah, every <laughs> chance. <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess the last time we connected would have been probably early on in 2016, wouldn't it? We haven't, yeah. ha- haven't sort of been in each no, other's... No, no, which is kind of sad that we kind of lose touch, but then lives are busy and that's, how it, that's what happens. But when we do get together, it's just like old times. It's good. I know. Oh, God, yeah. It's like carrying on the conversation where it left off, which is awesome. Yeah. Always yeah. a sign of connection. Um, yeah. But yeah, what have you been up to? Tell me more about it because I'm really, really interested. Wow. Um, it's, it started off to be a very big year actually already. I uh, was lucky or very fortunate to um, have a segment on a current affair. Um, that happened early in the uh, early January and then there's another follow-up with another um, uh, magazine that I've been interviewed for. So in terms of... Uh, people, more people knowing about what I, what the work I do and about the Divorce Women's Club, it's been phenomenal. So um, that has really kicked things off. I'm also in the process, hopefully launching in a couple of days, I've teamed up with an ex-family lawyer um, and we are now launching Separation Made Easy, which is a um, a program where we step in beside them all the way through uh, sitting in on financial meetings, legal meetings, uh, 24-7 access to my phone to deal with anything in the moment. It's a very, we're very, very excited about creating change in the way the current legal system works in terms of bringing uh, relationships to a closed more amicably and in a shorter period of time. That's our whole focus. That's amazing. And, and, yeah. and so that's, that's available for women to... Uh, women, it's available for women and men. And men yeah. too. And men, yes. Um, yeah. I feel like that's awesome because it really helps to bridge the, the gap between 
um, I guess it's a very traumatic experience for a lot of people. And I mean, I've been through that myself. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. I was the person to um, say, look, hey, you know, it's, it's, well, basically, I, I mean, I still loved the person, but I'd outgrown yeah. the relationship. And yeah. it wasn't a thing to do. And, and they didn't take it well at all. And so mm. I think there's, Someone's sometimes ready to go or they need help to get ready to go. And yeah. I think there's all those scenarios, situations that can occur, you know, when someone, it, maybe it triggers their abandonment issues, which I think it did in my case with this person, mm -hmm. and they, you know, um, acted out and, and, and things like that. And, and so your, the service that you're talking about here, it sounds to me like it's trying to support both parties to yeah. resolve get to a resolution of their things without having to go to court is that sort absolutely. of the absolutely yeah so it's a fixed price program um we've we've got a little black book of professionals that we have spent a lot of time speaking to and getting on board to support us and it is very much about keeping the costs right down and and maintaining a an amicable um, relationship throughout that and of course the people who benefit the most from that are the children in, if there's children involved yeah oh, absolutely yeah and yeah and, and that goes without saying that um, a lot of their trauma from the parents like naturally separating is enough um, absolutely yeah if, if the parents can deal with their own stuff um, offline and not in front mm -hmm. of the children I feel like that will help the kids to be able to transition with all the changes themselves, you know, um, if they're busy worrying about their mum and their dad and what's going to happen and all those kind of things. Mm. I mean, that's an undue pressure and an undue stress and anxiety on, on the children, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So it's a big issue and it's... Um, it's something that um, absolutely needs to be addressed and that's that's what our goal is now is to shake up the current system. Oh, I love that. I think it's great. I think that there's a big hole there that needs to be filled, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, and are you teaming up? So you've got a team of people, so it yeah. sounds to me like it's a very holistic approach there. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's sort of... Um, they've got an online portal where everything is transparent, so all communication is held is online. Um, and yeah, we we work them through the process every step of the way. So I, I'm meeting next week with a lady who's um, our first lady, and I'm sitting in on her meeting with her financial advisor. So I'm only as an observer, I'm not buying into anything that's between the financial advisor and the client. Uh, but it, it gives me a, a different depth of understanding of what her particular situation is, which yeah. then helps us then, you know, um, know who is the next best person for her to speak to. Yeah, absolutely. So we so manage all of that. We manage every part of that. Wow. So you'd, you'd have, like in, in those situations that women or men may be in with, there might be domestic violence, things like that, you've got some connections that can slide in there. That's, to help. Yep. That's really good, isn't it? Because, I mean, I, I, know, I know a lot of, a lot of um, marriages do tend to get to that point of, you know, how do I make a safe exit as well? Absolutely, um, yeah, yeah. 
how does how does it work after that? Um, yeah, so it yeah. feels like a real uh, interesting um, service to be offering. As you're saying, it is it is different, definitely different mm-hmm. to mandated court mediation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. <laughs> I've. If people don't know, listening to that, what that means is that usually what's what's happened there is that that you're you're mandated by the court to see a mediator to determine the custody of your children before you go to to, to, to court to for so that you can try to find an amicable agreement based mm-hmm. around children. Uh, however, in those situations, it's not always it's not always the best way to go, especially. Uh, in situations where perhaps the children know where they want to live and things like that, have you have you come upon things like that? Those kind of little tricky areas. Um, in terms of the on what the children's wishes are, is that yeah. what you mean? Yeah. Um, I think. Well, our, our our goal is that they never they don't get to court. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's avoiding that. We've got a child psychologist on board. We've got um, mediators. We've got all of those people to really ensure that that, that it doesn't get to court. Um, and then using my skill sets around communication and mindset and all those things, uh, looking at the bigger picture all the time, what's most important to you right now, and then what's most important to you moving forward and keeping that as the goal uh, rather than the tick for tat and the the stuff that in five ten years time the damage is done and you can't you can't change you can't change it's that um it's that thing is what are the consequences of the decisions that we make and they happen now they happen now and they carry on into the to the future so very much about getting them aligned with being, being congruent with the decisions that they make and that they're coming from the right place when they make those decisions. Yeah, I think that's really important, isn't it? And um, mm-hmm. I mean, because I, I guess I bring this up because I, I have, have had a, a situation recently with, with a, a close friend of mine that um, has, you know, has had some court orders in place and the, and, and the children want, they're actually, um, it's, so it's the divorce has happened. <laughs> Mm. And and this is now ten years on, and the children are now getting to a point where they they don't want to particularly participate in spending a lot of time at a, at a certain parent's place. Yeah. And what's happened now in order to change court orders, and this might be totally out of your field of expertise, and that's mm. fine. I'm bringing it up because yeah, it's relevant. Happened. It's absolutely relevant. Yeah. Um, and so, and so, in order to, um, and 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 the children, are, you know, one of them's fifteen, the other one's thirteen, the other one's ten, and they both feel they all feel consistently about not having any more sleepovers at this person's place for mm-hmm. feelings they, they're strongly about. And so then, my friend actually um, gotten a letter saying you need to attend mediation in order to change these orders. Yeah, but she's. She'd actually spoken to her children about it, but they, it came from them, not from a mum. Yeah. Relationship. Anyway, and then the uh, mediators. She's spoken to the mediator and said, "Look, hey, are you open to hearing from the children? Because they they actually want to share what they feel, mm-hmm. feel confidentially." 
and the mediator has said no this is this is the process you have to come to these sessions you have to do that session and then you have to do this parenting course and then you have to um, have a independent assessment and then the children will be independently assessed without anybody present and then it will be determined and i'm thinking holy crap that's so disconnected like the kids it's obviously they want to say there's something going on they want to actually communicate like yeah what <laughs> yeah 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 i think oh, sounds really it's, backwards going it on it does and then and then the kids are then dragged through this whole interrogation process which is is crippling for them i think it's i i yeah it astounds me it absolutely astounds me so the more we can do, and we haven't faced that yet, but when, when and if that does happen, then we will be looking at a better way for that to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that post, post stuff, you know, that can happen. Yeah. The kids grow and up. They, the kids uh -oh. grow up, but there's a lot of reasons that they don't want to stay with the other parent. It could be because they've now got a new partner and they don't like that partner, or it can be any number of reasons. Um, but at the end of the day, the kids, it doesn't mean the end of a relationship. It just means that they want to do something differently than what it's currently been doing. So, yeah. Exactly. Spot on, like spot on ski. Like you've got ding, 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 because that's exactly what's happened. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and also, you know, what I found myself with my own two daughters and growing up and, and them where they're becoming teenagers and they've got their own jobs and they don't want to mm -hmm. go to wing and fro their friends they want to do sleepovers and they want to go party and do all that yeah. stuff teenagers they don't want to have to worry about twing and throwing and blah, blah blah and it's like well i guess you get to a point where you have to at some point realize yeah. that they're going to self-determine what to do and exactly. if you don't support you know how do they then learn to be yeah. independent yeah and it is it's part of them gaining their independence isn't it like kids want to not going to necessarily agree with anything that we think they should do or <laughs> as they move into teenage years but they this is how they learn this is how we all learn this is we make mistakes and this is how we learn but I think the key thing for me is that if they choose that they want to spend more time just with one parent the other the relationship with the other parent can actually be even better um, because a lot of the, I think a lot of what happens, with, particularly with fathers, they have more fun with their fathers. You know, if they have that one-on-one -on -one time, whereas mums are more like, do this, get your homework done, you know, pick up your mess. <laughs> whereas the dads, when they've got them, they can go, okay, we've already planned, we're going to go and do this and, and it's fun time, you know. So I think keeping perspective around that as well um, can make a, a big difference. I personally... When I when the when 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 I had a, my settlement and all that kind of stuff with custody blah blah blah, the judge um, gave me like the well the father five days every fortnight, so I had the majority. If that makes sense, so right? Yeah. And it was it was like they had like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday with their dad, and then Wednesday nights with me. It was like a weird kind of thing. Mm. Anyway. In the end, we, we decided week on a week off makes much more sense, doesn't it? So, I mean, like, and for me, I was, I, I liked it. I liked the shared care thing. Um, yeah, yeah. I found that I actually had a week 
to actually focus on me. And I did yes. a lot. I did a lot that week. Yeah. Um, yeah. So not only that, but then it's like the dad wasn't just the fun time dad. Like there was that more that balance there where I could be packing lunches, up. getting them off to school, all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Which is great for them. They're perfectly capable. It's it's, um, and it's. I think it's. Um, it's actually a deepening of relationships for them when it's, I think one, I think week on week on off actually works well. And as you say, I think with a lot of women, the resistance there is that they feel lonely or they miss their kids, but it's just, then it's just about managing that and actually making it your time, me time to do yeah. lots of opportunities to do. It's not healthy. I'm going to no. name it. It's not healthy it's not. when it, says I'm lonely and I need my children. That's if no. the children you need to be there for the kids, not have the kids be there for you. Now when it turns yeah. into that kind of relationship, there's a name for it. It's called emotional incest. And I'm gonna <laughs> name it Yeah, it's emotional yeah. incest all right. You're sucking up in the vacuum that was the relationship, you're sucking the children up and you're you're surrogate spousing them. So it's you know, it's one of those mm. dangers that you don't realise how much pressure that puts on little people. You yes. know, the yeah. and I always say this to people, the umbilical cord needs to run one way to the child. Feed the child. Don't have the child feeding you. Because then that that's a codependent toxic relationship and it's it enmeshment. Cool. The child yeah. doesn't look at boundaries. They learn to attract people who need them. That's dysfunctional. Mm -hmm. Then they take us a burnout or men who feel suffocated when, when women try to get close to them. Bingo. Mm. You know, yep. that's yep. kind of how it happens. Love it. You've put that so succinctly that I think it's, you've just summed it up beautifully. Yeah. Thank you. Brilliant. <laughs> <You're welcome>. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great. I mean, you know, bringing awareness to all this because it means that when women or men are leaving a relationship, they're not leaving themselves and they're not tr using their children as replacements for their own connection to themselves and, and and perhaps separation and and div divorce gives people an opportunity to go hang on a second let me reevaluate what the hell i'm doing here and yeah. sometimes you know that means you need to let go of the reins even when you don't think someone is competent competent at taking care of your kids because mm. they need to actually learn to be competent to take care of the kids and you need to yes kind of yeah. that hand step back yeah yeah yep. you know what Okay, well, they're busy doing that. I've got to focus on me for a bit because I've been focusing yeah. on everyone else. Yeah, and, that, and women naturally default into that. And I think that's where the struggle is for a lot of them is like, oh, my gosh, now I've just got me to think about what it's, it's an opportunity to start to learn who you are and to explore what are my interests, what are my gifts, what, what am I here for apart from being a mum? What else is possible for me? I, I, that's when I get excited. Um, and I love working with women that have been through their divorce. And, and um, I've had a lady recently, she just, her words were, um, been divorced five years or something. And she said, I feel stuck. I feel like I'm in a hole. And I'm like, wow, let's play with this. This is great. And I, you know, it's like, okay, this is, the whole world is open to you now. And um, I love, I love that. I absolutely love it. And then, they think, oh, I don't know what I want and I have no idea what I want to do. And then within half an hour, they're just bubbling with all this stuff that's in there. It's already there. Um, and just bringing that out and, yeah, walking on cloud nine. I love it. <laughs> oh, 
it's beautiful, isn't it? And I think it yeah. does. It taps us into that um, child within us that we go, you know what? Life is a big adventure and I haven't even explored it yet. Let's exactly. go. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. one of the biggest gifts of feeling lost is that you can actually uncover all the adventure of finding your way home. Like it's like, yeah. okay, cool, okay, yeah. I feel lost. Right. Yeah. This means that there's a huge adventure yeah. to my way back home so how, yeah. how cool is that? yeah and it, and you might go down one path and you go no that's not it and you come back and then you try another one no that's not it so it's that testing all these different things and when you hit your thing you know you know when you know you just know when you've found whatever that path is for you whatever that journey ahead is for you that you're prepared to do uh, to step into mm. yeah you know, one thing I've noticed about you that has changed since I last spoke to you is that I know that where you you came from was very much focused on supporting the women and being 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 at the centre of the hub to do that and have that um, facility available for people that that they have the support there um, that you you needed when you left your marriage yeah. and all that. Kind so you you know that's your passion, that's your heart, and you, and but I feel like you've found a way to um, expand that out and and to, to join in unity with other people to help. And I feel, mm -hmm. I can so relate to that because mm -hmm. for me, you know, you get to a, isn't it true? Like you get to a certain kind of skill base where you yeah you're the expert. Like we're both experts on Soul TV. You know we both yep. do our stuff. Blah blah. Yeah. And then you go yeah but yeah so what like yeah but. I want to find other yeah. ways to do it. I want to expand this. And yeah. did you get how this happened for you, like scratching around at kind of the expansion component um, yes. without even knowing it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think what happened is um, teaming up with Laurie. Now, Laurie and I met probably four years ago. Um, she was still practising law, family law at the time. And then her husband got transferred away um to a regional area in queensland so she sold her practice and went with that now she's been back in brisbane probably oh, maybe six seven six or seven months and we connected straight away and it was just like bang just straight away it, right it's been this um i think what what's happened now is that what we're offering for me it's something more tangible, if that makes sense. Whereas to talk about what I did before, it w I found it more difficult to explain exactly what it was that I did. And a lot of people didn't get that. And that was me not communicating it very well, I guess. Whereas now I feel like what we're doing is so much more tangible. So it's, um, it's more than me just coaching somebody through separation um now it's the whole thing and and that has that's been a massive massive um what's the word more than a shift it's just opened up my world in terms of what is possible now and and making a much bigger difference i'm all about revolutions jenny yeah <laughs> really <laughs> I, I was just saying I was just saying to Anne Alexon just before, like literally about half an hour ago, which okay. I was just saying to her, this isn't a TV show. It's a revolution. It's a movement. <laughs> She'd be up for that too. Oh, she's she's totally up for that. Like, yeah. 
I was like, yeah, totally. Enlightenment, it's an enlightenment movement. So you, you know, what I'm sensing about what you're doing is it's totally revolutionizing stuff. It's totally cracking things open and it's totally shining the light in the places that need to have light shined on and, and providing support for people to be able to walk through it with eyes wide open and also feeling safe, which I think yeah. is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like, and knowing great. what steps ahead of them, knowing what's ahead. Um, not listening to all their friends and family and all that. I know heartfelt advice, but not necessarily good advice that we that we're often given. So it's yeah, very much that. Mm. Yeah, I think the thing with friends and family, I think they mean well, but often what happens is when that when that happens, they project all their fear onto the person they think deserves it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, for instance, they, that, I remember when, when I separated from my husband, a lot of projection came onto me and, and still exists to this day that I cheated, mm. on, on, I cheated on my husband. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what? Where yeah. did that come from? Exactly. Come from I, 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 yeah, I, had, I got the same thing. And it was, um, uh, that was, that was the first thing my mother said to me. Who are you having an affair with? I was like, oh, my God, Really? All I wanted was my mum. <laughs> myself, myself. I'm having to feel like I'm going to run with you. Ah, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think that that's um, an in... Do you know what, though? The, the effect that that has on children is huge because on some level they feel... I think my kids feel that they carry the shame of something that didn't exist even though they don't believe it happened either. But they're still like when they're around that part of the family, they're like, Ugh. you know, like they, I can tell when they're talking to me. It's like... I don't feel free, you know, something mm. not quite right. And yeah, I think yeah. I think too, I think um, was something that I realised, I didn't, I didn't realise the impact it would have on family and extended family because what we've actually done is up, upheave, up, caused upheaval in their world as well. So their mm. sense of... Um, a place in our world or in our lives has been disrupted as well. Um, and I think that I realised that fairly early on. I thought, wow, this isn't about me. It's This is about what's going on for them. Um, and then I realised then that that family unit was important to them as well. So it's, you know, it's just that ripple effect of, of separation that, and divorce that affects so many different people, friends. Like, I don't know about you, I lost a lot of friends as well. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, yeah, and they feel like they have to choose sides. And because I fell into the category of the bad guy, <laughs> um, so they chose to support um, my ex-husband. And, and I understand that. But it hurts. It still hurts. And um, it's all of those ramifications from the decision we made, knowing that it's the right decision for us and still um, being able to just put one foot in front of the other and continue down that path. It's, it doesn't mean it's easy, uh, you know, and, and being aware of the impact it has on the people we love the most is, is really difficult, including our ex-husbands, you know. So, yeah, it's thought that it's interesting like the world the way the world works is that you know like if I if I was to speak nastily about you just say for instance say Jenny, Jenny's a bitch whatever whatever and yeah. you say all this awful nasty 
crap about you that wasn't true, you could sue me. Like, you yeah. could actually sue me. <laughs> of character. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yet, when it comes to divorces, I mean, I had all, all my clients got an email that I was a cheater. I'm sure I lost clients too. I mean, yeah. you know, like, yeah. And, and, and yet in these kind of scenarios, that's almost like there, there's an sense of entitlement for people to be able to share whatever they want about you. Yeah. 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 It's really hard to, uh, I think it's hard to maintain your integrity when your character is being assassinated. Yeah. Um, Cause, cause I, you know, I would say I was, a fairly evolved person because um, mm-hmm. this was going back 2004 so that's like yeah. Yeah. a while ago yeah i had done my counseling practice for a while and whatnot um but i still felt highly traumatized and mm. i still felt like um i wasn't i wouldn't i wasn't allowed back in the house i couldn't even see my kids it was it was it was a really um weird weird mm. like planet Pluto or something like I had no idea what was going on um and so you know it, it, sometimes it doesn't matter how evolved you are it doesn't matter how how much therapy you've had or how together you are if if if, if these kind of scenarios that you you're walking through as a as a person who who has made perhaps made the decision to leave a relationship um happen you know seriously Jenny if I had all of the services available to me that you're handing out, I would have just gone, where do I sign? Like, yeah. I need all the help I can get right now. Yeah, yeah. It's so hard to walk through this, really. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as I said, um, we're very excited about it. We're really excited. So can't wait for it to launch. Hopefully, hopefully in the next couple of days. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I mean, by the time this episode airs, it will yeah. have launched. So... Um, let people know, just one taking a moment to tell you what, what uh, date your episode is on, just to, to let them know yeah. what, where to find you. Okay. Like your website. and. Yeah. 20, the 23rd of April. Okay. Awesome. So that's, that's plenty yep. of time. It is so plenty of time. Yep. Yeah. It'll be yeah. rolling by then. We'll probably have updates yep. on up. <laughs> yeah, we should have it running incredibly smoothly by then. Hopefully, ironed out all the little glitches that may appear. So, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and what's, the, what's the actual website that they could find it? Is it Divorce it's, Women's Club? No, it is separationmadeeasy.com. Um, and we are also negotiating to take it into Hong Kong and Singapore. So, oh, awesome. Because that yeah. was my next question is whether or not this is something that you can take globally as a, yeah. as a model. I was, yeah. actually, I was actually seeing the United States. Yeah. Hong Kong and, wow, Hong Kong and, and Singapore, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. We, do, we do feel that once we get the model um, right, sound and working really well, that is something that can be replicated and that's our goal. Yep. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. So what, um, what, what else is... It, uh, floating, floating your boat at the moment. What else what? is new? Floating my boat. Oh my gosh. Um, it's. I've been in New Farm now for twelve months. So my. I've been in Brisbane nearly three years now already, which is unbelievable. Um, but I feel like I'm home now. Um, settled. I've really settled in here. It takes time to meet new people and make new friends. And um, so personally, I'm very much at home and 
also made a commitment to go back up to Noosa every four to six weeks. Every four to six weeks for a weekend. Uh, I was up there last weekend and I'm heading up again this weekend and I realised how much I miss that part of me as well. So I guess it's been all work and it's been a lot of hard work. I had a couple of health issues last year that knocked me for six for a little while. Um, and it was just that being able to step back and go, what's really important here? Um, and look, it was, I wasn't on my deathbed or anything like that. I'm not, don't get dramatic about it. But I did ask that question, if this was worse than what it is, what would I regret the most? And that, that really, uh, I really had to go in inside and just really get in touch with that. And it was family, friends, long-term friends, you know, new friends, all of those things that are really important to me. Um, and the other thing then, of course, was that I hadn't done everything I could possibly do with my business um, to, and I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that was it, you know, it's, it's just keep going, keep going. And it's been tough, you know, any business is, has its ups and downs and, uh, challenges. And, um, I guess from that perspective as well, it's just, uh, this, this year, I just feel everything's falling into place. I'm very excited and, uh, I'm very happy. I'm very content, which is great. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, honey, because, I think, yeah, I sense there was something that needed to shift in your world and it feels like it's shifted. And, 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 but isn't it true though? It's a bit like, you know, when you're going through separation, it's like sometimes you can't really put your finger on what it is. And, you know, it's, it, takes, it takes the divorce or it takes the separation or it takes the health scare or what, whatever, mm. however it presents itself to go, hmm. What am I? What do I really need to do? What's important to me? What's really important to me? And helping us to dive into that a bit more, um, rather than I think sometimes we get caught in our own like little busy. I know we're very busy people, aren't we, Jenny? Yes, we are. <laughs> so we, you know, we get caught up in the details of all the busyness, which are, is exciting, but it's sometimes we can miss something that's really important. And yeah, yeah, it feels like you've really grabbed grabbed hold of that and gone yes. Really I think I can, I can see it with you as well. You seem to be more balanced. There's more balance with the, the, work, the work and the playtime. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh Whereas God. I was always work, work, like I'd get up really early and I could go into my office and just start then. Um, and, I, and I was driven like this driving passion to do it. But things were out of kilter. Um, yeah, so I've watched that happening with you over time as well, and that's that's what's happened with me. And things still get done. Um, I just don't try and juggle so many balls or whatever. I'm enjoying it more. Um, so yeah, it's about balance. Totally <laughs> is because you know you can dive into your passion and and be so driven by it that you forget to play. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, I have a lot of playtime um, that, that I've built into my week and um, it's guilt-free playtime. I call it guilt-free playtime. And I think nice. it's like, it's planned, you know, like things that I like to do. Um, and then sometimes it's just not, it's just 
it's just time that is just uh, whatever I feel like doing in that in that in that space. And I find yeah. that's very interesting, you know, because yeah. it means it's kind of like not. I don't have to plan my free time, <laughs> which I know it sounds probably weird to mm -hmm. people. Why would you plan your free time? It's being. I think it's just being more spontaneous. Yeah, like I had a girlfriend um, message me last Saturday morning because the farmer's markets are right near where I live, here at New Farm. And she's, she's at Belimba and she said, I'm getting the ferry across, I'll be at the farmer's markets at nine o'clock. And I was about to do some work and I, and I said, okay, I'll meet you there for coffee. And we grabbed a coffee and we sat on the lawn in the park and we had this deep, deep conversation. I, I love deep conversations for about an hour. And then she went home and I went home and that's what I mean. It's those spontaneous, I wouldn't have missed that for anything, you know? Yeah. Totes, totes, totes. <laughs> yes. yes, you know, they're the things that are important. There's the th that's, that was such a good, you know, her and I got closer because she opened up and shared so much about herself that she had never shared before. Um, and it was just, it was beautiful. It's dropping out of the sky, hey. Yeah. And for those of you listening, really listening to this conversation, what you just heard was Jenny took time just to be, and in that time of being, she had a wonderful enlightened conversation with her friend that brought more meaning to her life. And that's why enlightened conversations are so important. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They are important. And it's important to make time for those. And sometimes in that example that I just gave, they happen randomly. Mm. Opportunities, you know, and uh, yeah, grab them. I think if you create space, it gives, mm -hmm. it gives our spiritual guidance a chance to come through and go, oh, great. Okay. You got your ears on. Yes. And then, <laughs> and then they send these amazing experiences to us because yeah. we're actually and, uh, and you know what, Jenny, I've got to say, sometimes, and, and this might sound like I'm justifying uh, television or movies, but mm. when I'm open and blobbing, sometimes watching a movie is the thing that Absolutely. Yep. my soul, and it's yep. just like, you need that movie, or you need yep. that show, because you yep. just need that message, that message. It's like, yay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I watched a beautiful one the other night and it had exactly that. And I was just sitting there with tears running down my face and goosebumps. And I thought, oh, my God, that's such a beautiful movie. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I did too. wonder if it was the same movie. I was watching The Atonement. No, it wasn't The Atonement. I can't even think of the name of it now. It's about this little boy and his musical skills. And anyway, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Right. I was watching The Atonement and I, I caught, I was like... Do I really want to watch this movie? And I was like, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. And it's all about this, um, wow, it was so powerful, Jenny. Talk about no regrets here. Like, far out. Um, it was a story about this 13-year-old uh, girl who'd accused her sister's suitor of raping her sister, and he got put away. And she only did that because she was jealous. And this is all set in sort of the French Revolution, uh, the French uh, World Wars and things like that. I can't remember the exact, it was, a, it was I can't remember the war, but it was, yeah. if you can imagine around olden times a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Not great with history. 
Um, and um, anyway, so it was about this story about it. And then he went away and he got put in prison, but then he could fight the army if he, if he got released from prison, right? Mm-hmm. And then he was, and then the, the, the sister knew he didn't, obviously didn't rape her because she was actually, that was a moment of incredible moment for them, which, which the storyline showed implicitly that it was a very loving moment. So it was kind of, mm-hmm. you know, the opposite. And, um, and then um, it showed her wanting to reconnect with him and come back to me and make sure you come back to me and all that kind of stuff when you're out of the war and all that. And he ends up getting wounded and then, um, you know, he ends up getting a boat uh, back to England um, uh, the next day, luckily, and um, and she's and that, and that shows them paired up at the end and, and enjoying their life together. And then it cuts to the thirteen year old who's now in her probably eighties, and oh. and she's having yes, and she's having an interview, and they're saying, "Oh, so this is your last book? And it's your twenty first book? And it's your last book?" She said, "Yes, but it could have been my first because I." I've, I've written, written this story so many times. It was, it's an autobiography. So she was the child. And she said, you know, it, she, she, she never had that conversation, which, which the movie showed she had to say that she apologised to both of them. She never had that conversation. I forgot to mention that. She never got that chance because uh, he not, boats never came. And she, her sister got bombed in the hospital. And so the movie was about the ending that she wanted to write. I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, it just brings me to tears just thinking about it, of the life that that she wanted for her sister and her her loved one. And and the regrets we have, but also, you know, we never know if we can say sorry to, Mm -hmm. to all. For the for the mistakes that we make, so you know the movie was so moving because it was all about you know be careful what you say, be careful mm. what you do, right? yeah. and then when you get a chance to apologise, do it because you mm. never know you might have yeah. to live with something. And yeah, I thought that was so powerful mm. to do wow. that. present yeah. I know it's yeah. so powerful. It's a powerful it's message, really- isn't it? Yeah. Regrets, yeah. no regrets. It comes back, no you know, regrets. on your deathbed. What you, what, yeah, no regrets. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's sort of like exactly the, the, the question you asked yourself when you had that health. It's like, oh, this could have been worse. Like, so, you know, mm. questioning that. And I, I think that's a really important thing to, to remember, like for those people who are watching, is that, you know what, we never know how much time we have left. We, we, we don't. Know, don't waste a second you know um if you don't know what you want to do with your life like if you are in that space of that woman who or that man who needs to separate to, to find themselves and to, to to leave and and to to start that journey of adventure and excitement um and to find out what it is that you're meant to be doing then do it do it mm. don't mm. yeah don't guess yourself feeling yeah. that you need to do it yeah yeah, yeah. I think we all have an, a, a North Star that we're meant to follow. Yeah. So it's that, for me, it's around finding your own North Star. Mm. I love that. Mm. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. North Star. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's our guiding, our guiding light. Yeah. The North Star. Yeah. Mm. Well, I feel like, I feel like it's um, a very expansive year and, and I feel like that 
I, I'm excited. I, I can't wait to watch the journey with you, Jenny, because I'm I'm Thank excited you. to see what is available. I'm I'm excited to refer people along to you. I'm excited that that you're creating and forging a new way of doing things, and that this and that this is potential for this to actually expand into a global framework, so mm -hmm. that it's across the globe. So exciting. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm. Please make sure you keep me in the loop with everything that you do. I will for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, well, well, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for joining me. Yes, and I look forward to continuing to enjoy the journey with you, sister. Beautiful. Thanks so much. It's been great. Thanks, honey.